This is episode 211 of Bella in Your Business. Hi there, I'm Bella Vaster from Jump Consulting. You might know me from CBS, NBC, Fox, Huffington Post, Entrepreneur, or maybe you've seen me speak on stage or read my book, The Four Dogs That Every Business Owner Needs. In any case, get ready because you're about to get your hashtag Bella butt kicking in this next episode of Bella in Your Business. So what do you say? Let's get ready and jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and today I've got a longtime friend with me, Byron Ingram. He is a great marketer who's been doing this for 20 years out of Dallas. And you guys, I saw Byron post something that really just piqued my interest. And I knew that I had to have him on here to help pique your interest as well. Byron is a marketing strategist that helps small businesses get through the tough times and especially when it's COVID. So Byron, thank you for being here today to help talk to all the dog walkers and pet sitters. Welcome to the show. Why, thanks, Bella. Glad to be here. (laughs) So we are in kind of like wild, wild, crazy West times right now, where a lot of our listeners are just like, is this over yet? You know, we went through a period where COVID struck, we were kind of all shocked. Then we were grieving. Then we were angry. Then we felt helpless. Then we said we can do it. And we're all doing this all in different times, right? Right. And all the businesses are affected differently. And then we think that we're coming back and then boom, some of us were shut down again. So it's this crazy roller coaster we're on. And I know that being a marketeer and stuff, you're kind of like this light on the horizon that's like, walk this way. There's hope. Let's keep doing this. And so what are some things that business owners can do to help this ever-changing environment to grow through it? One of the biggest things I think is actually the most important is to remind yourself, what problem do you actually solve? Because in this case, we're talking about dog walkers. What is it that you're really doing? And it's giving that peace of mind to the owner, whether you're talking about their dog, if you're cat sitting or or whatever, it's a peace of mind knowing that their furry family member is taken care of. And sometimes it means we have to make an adjustment as to how we go about doing it. Because you think about, and the old paradigm was, if you're dog walking, it was because they're out of the office, they're they're doing those things, but some of our people are at home. So then how do you still provide that peace of mind for them? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I was going back to answer that question. In this particular case, it comes down to the people that you're serving, they're working from home. So even though their dogs look like, I want to go play, they're like, I'm at work. <laughs> so exactly. How do you solve that problem? How do you give them that peace of mind so they don't feel guilty that I need to take away from work because my little fluffy is looking at me like, you're abandoning me. And I'm sitting here with a ball in my mouth waiting to play. And you're like, well, fine, I'll go tear up a shoe or something instead. Yeah, exactly. Or go bark at the leaf that goes by the house while you're on your Zoom call or the Amazon man, like I'm going to kill him because it's the most exciting thing that has happened. (laughs) I love what you say about figuring out what problem we're solving because one thing I've been squawking about in my mastermind, Byron, is if you're still solving the same problems you were pre-COVID, you're not probably doing that well in your business. And it's not to say that if you shift it, you're going to be doing amazing, but you're going to at least have a fighting chance. So we went from at least the dog walkers to saying, I'll take care of your dog while you're gone at work all day long and we'll come in the middle of the day to actually midday dog walks should be shifted a lot to the morning right now. One, because it's summertime, it's hot. Two, because people need their dog exhausted at the beginning of the day if they're working from home. 
so that they can actually still be on their meeting. So I love what you said about the changing problems. Right. Because it goes back down to the problem. It hasn't shifted. It's how do we solve it? Mm -hmm. Because we have to come up with a different solution as the dynamics are teaching. Because ultimately, when you peel back the layers, this is where a lot of businesses struggle is that we don't ask enough questions to get at what is the core problem Mm-hmm. that we're solving. Businesses at so many across the board, they tend to stick at the surface. Yeah. Without asking enough questions, you really get at, well, here's the core thing. Because if you solve the core problem, you will always have business. Absolutely. And I love what you're saying, the core problem. And the same thing, you know, I know a lot of people that are listening, they actually have pet sitting companies. And so that usually is when people actually travel. And hello, travel is not really going well this summer. However, again, fixing the problem, another idea is, okay, maybe people don't want to get on an airplane because that's scary, but maybe you can hook up and promote some local staycations or some two-hour drives to a winery or a cabin or encourage them to go camping or something like that that might not require the scariness of travel. Right. If you think about from the idea of pet sitting, Mm-hmm. The, something you can easily do and implement. It's more along the lines of like the staycation. It's giving someone that freedom. So you can go to market yourself as if you have a big, important Zoom meeting coming up, but you don't want the distractions. Mm-hmm. Why not do it that way? Because mm-hmm. in this case, it's no longer about you need to have someone just come in and, and walk your dog for a little bit and bring them back. You need that peace of mind that you're not going to be disturbed the entire day. Like you sent the kids off to whoever and then their dogs are like, well, what about me? Uh, right. You can still solve that problem from that. But then when you partner up with people for the staycations, we figure out what are the ways you can be able to give people that peace of mind so they can do some things, you know, depending on where someone's at, there's places that you can go out for date nights. Sure, you're wearing masks and things like that, but why not be able to have the Friday night out special where you want to have your little bit of a date night? And you, know, you charge for that because people want to get on. People are craving. They've been confined for so long. They're looking to do anything like, oh, we're going to get Slurpees at 7-Eleven. Great. Let's make a date out of it. Yeah. want to do something. Absolutely. I love that so much. How can businesses pivot when they're not able to keep the doors open? Because, you know, a lot of people are at that stage too. What have you been advising and helping and strategizing with your clients? With most businesses, the pivot sometimes, it's not just a one to two degree shift. Sometimes it has to be a 90 degree shift in Mm -hmm. what you're doing. I was having a discussion earlier about high-end restaurants. So many of them where they're struggling is because people go to them for the experience. And sure, a lot of places, you know, you have curbside delivery and Mm -hmm. takeout, but you're not going to go and spend, let's say, $50, $60 on a meal if you're just going to pick it up at the curb and take it home. Right. Like, no, you go there because you want to be wine and dine, you want to be taken care of. Just go to the fast food line at McDonald's or whatever. Right, right. So for some of these businesses, you know, using this example of a restaurant, they have to come up with lower price items that people would still want to go to them for, but they're just not going to get the in-house experience. So that's what has to happen there. But when you're looking in this particular case of the ways that you have to pivot, it's all going to come down to what other problems can you solve? So let's look at it. Here's a great example. Think about the people that have compromised immune systems or, you know, they're really hesitant about meeting with other people. But how many of them, let's say they want to, but I have their dog taken out for a walk still. 
Well, you can be able to provide that type of service, just come on a great way that you can be able to interact with them in a safe manner, but also providing other things that they like to have certain dog foods. Why not provide the food delivery service that, uh-huh. you know, you can do other types of services to add on that's solving those problems. What are those things that people can't necessarily do right now? So uh-huh. it's stepping outside of that little bit, because if you're only operating this little, small, tiny box, you need to get a bigger box. <laughs> or kick the box to the curb and just create your own orbit. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, I, I love that idea. And it actually reminds me of two of our mastermind members. One of them, Mallory Cooper from Charleston Dog Walkers. She's been killing it with not only just doing contactless dog walks, mm-hmm. but also showing on video on her Facebook page. And maybe we'll try to embed that into the show notes so that the listeners can see that. She's showing it. She's not just telling it. And then we've got Nikki up with dog jogs up in Canada. Nikki and Stephanie own that up there. And they basically run with dogs. They jog with them. And what they've started doing a lot of is 100% virtual consultations. In fact, Nikki was on about five episodes ago. Well, maybe more than five episodes, maybe like episode 198-ish, you guys. Mm -hmm. I'll link that in the show notes too. And she was talking about how she was doing virtual consultations. And even with this old lady who was like 80 years old and a lady was asking for it, you know? So it is, it goes back into what you're saying about changing problems and pivoting. Right. Building off of that, this is a great idea where you can implement it at any point in time that, you know, if you have someone that loves to run, partner up with orthopedic surgeons because what happens, their clients, they're having surgery. If they have dogs, they're not getting out to do any walking or running or anything like that. So it becomes an amazing referral source. Like, hey, you're going to be laid up for six weeks. You have a dog, talk to this person. They're going to take your dog out for a run every day. So this means you can get your runs in every single day and you're generating the business. That's mm-hmm. what you have to think outside of the little box of how do you do that one thing, which is solving that core problem. Yeah, definitely. And you guys, if you don't know what the core problem is or you're like, Bella, that's great that you can come up with this, but my brain is just fried. I have no motivation, definitely no creativity. You guys ask your clients, you have your social media channels, go live, go on your stories, ask them what kind of new issues they're dealing with their dogs. Byron, as you were just talking, one thing I thought of is at the airing of this, we're all kind of starting this back to school thing and almost nowhere are the kids actually going back to school. So the parents now all have this added problem of dealing with the kids, teaching the kids, trying not to mess them up, all that guilt. And then you get the dog barking in the background too, or trying to jump in and get involved with the homeschooling or something. So there's a new problem that's on the horizon and that's just everyone's home and mom and dad have to be everything to everyone. So of course the dog's going to get the shaft. You know what I mean? Right. And building upon that, someone needs to make money right away and they're worried about things. Guess what you do? You have the back to school special that you can have your kid, kid, you know, dog, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you're able to bring them over. That there's a maximum number of slots available in the morning and the afternoon. So you don't have to go anywhere. They bring them to you to drop them off so they can focus on that time when they are, guess what, teaching their kids instead of right. they're trying to teach them algebra or whatever. And the dog's like, ball? mom mom the amazon man ups man mammon the a leaf a leaf just went by mom mom (laughs) right exactly so they can focus because at the same time they're still trying to get their work done 
Yeah. So if any of you guys have boarding facilities or in-home boarding or daycare or something, that also might be something really cool. Like let us pick up and drop off that coincide with your e-learning or your homeschooling or whatever we're calling it these days. Right. So guys, I want you to really, I want to give you permission to start dreaming. Go on, Byron. Right. There's going to be more than enough people out there to say yes. Everything just comes back to conversations. People are talking about, oh, there's so many people are struggling, blah, blah, blah. Well, if that's the only people that you focus in on, that's the only people you're ever going to see. When I drive past the parking lot for Whole Foods, the place is packed. Mm-hmm. They're more expensive than the average grocery store. Mm-hmm. For the same thing, no matter what, it's all where you put your energy and focus at. So if you put it where people are making money, because as much as there's people out there struggling, there's people now making money hand over fist. You oh yeah. After those people. Yeah. Because they have the money to spend and they want that freedom because they're still operating in the same restrictions as everybody else. Mm-hmm. They just found better ways of dealing. So if you can mm-hmm. be able to make their life easier by taking their dogs for a walk, take them to board them a couple of times a week so that way they can focus on all the meetings without any of the distractions, you're their hero. I'm going to just keep brainstorming here with you, Byron. I love this. This (laughs) stuff lights me up. So instead of necessarily shifting services, we're talking about solving problems here. You know, maybe you have that surgeon or that first line responder who normally you just go do a visit for. What would happen if you started doing in-home boarding or daycare or ask them if they could do more than one because you know how tired you are saving the world from COVID. Maybe we should up this for your dog right now because they're also not going out to those steak dinners. They're not going and buying clothes for those fancy events because there's none of that stuff happening. So to your point, Byron, guys, who in your service area, either on your client list or maybe not, is actually positively being affected by COVID in terms Mm -hmm. of their expenses have gone down they're not out spending as much money, they might have even more disposable income for you. So it might not be the person who works at a restaurant or any of the blue collared workers who are really severely been affected by this, but who has been helped by this or enhanced by this? I want to really challenge you guys to think about this. And I want you to find where you've seen this podcast and post in the comments and start this brainstorm because this is a really good point. This is why I have you on, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so let's switch this. We're kind of brainstorming like conceptually, right? But how do we actually get this out to our audience? How do we market it to our audience? I know that you're very knowledgeable in Facebook and Facebook ads and just messaging in social media in general. So can you help me take this conversation to, okay, we have this idea. We've updated maybe the messaging on our website, but how do we actually market this? What do we do with this now? What's the so what factor? Okay, to get past the so what factor, there's a couple ways, depending on how you want to be able to go out there, how do you get in front of different people? At the most basic level, one way to do it, you start off in the groups you're already active in. So if there's uh-huh. garage sale groups, mom groups, you name it, where people, they're already talking about the problems that you yes. put it there because if someone said, oh, listen for a conversation, like let's say that, oh my gosh, I am trying to teach the kids and the dog is driving me nuts. I want to break this down. This is so good. I'm going to use this. This was so good. Okay. I'm going to take a deep breath. You guys, Breathe in. people are complaining about their problems in the Facebook group. How can you listen to those problems in the mom's groups, in the school groups, in the garage sale groups, like Brian saying on nextdoor.com? How can you listen to those things and not be like, oh, well, I have a pet sitting and dog walking company, hire me. But you can be more of a, education. You can be more of a, 
trickling breadcrumb. That was gold right there, Byron. Go on. And so you offer that value and then you put a call to action. I'm going to use something off the top of my head. If I had a dog walking business, just like one of the challenges I see over and over again is that people don't know what they want to do with the dogs. And the reason why that behavior is taking place is because they see you, they're conditioned when they see you to go out, they want to do these walks things and they're not being fulfilled. So the way to yeah. solve that is you want to be able to give them a walk. And if you're not able to do that, this is where utilizing a professional pet sitter that has a great bond with their dog to be able to do it. So you're free to do those things. And when they come back, they've calmed down and you can enjoy their company. Mm -hmm. If you want to know more how that can be done, just follow this link. Let's chat. That's it. You're educating someone. You're providing value. It's not just buy my crap because that'll turn people off. But when you provide them value first, they want to engage. Like, oh my gosh, that's why my dog's doing this. Yeah, You know what you're talking about. I need to talk to you. Guys, we have to really start thinking about what the problems are that we solve. And we have to really start talking about the problems, not the solution that we provide, but the problems. We need to start empathizing with people. I mean, if you think about it, I'm pretty sure most of you would say, I hate Facebook right now because all it is is problems and complaining and crap, right? And so what I'm saying is like, if you piggyback on top of that in a way that you can show a solution to it, a light at the end of the tunnel. I dare you right now, go to your Facebook page and say, how many of you guys have a dog that barks every time the Amazon man comes so he never has to ring the doorbell because you know he's already there? Tell me below. You'll just drag them out and you'll get them thinking about that. And then you'd be like, so have any of you guys ever been on calls when that's happened? I know right now I'm recording this podcast with you and my door is shut, which means my selfie light's on, my fan's on, it gets really hot in here. Because my dog keeps barking at everything. And you guys always hear my dog on my podcast, whether my door shut or not. But that's a problem. And I literally have a dog walker to help with that problem. This is where you do things to get yourself out there. So that's just one simple strategy. Another thing that you can be able to do is, if you're not doing already, start leveraging stories. You want to let people know that you're out there. Like, hey, I'm out here. Like, check these things out. You're letting people see a glimpse in your life. Not it's, I'm just showing off what I'm doing. But you're, right. you show people the interesting things that are here. Like, you guys are not going to believe it. It's, I'm out here walking this dog and check out this funny thing. Like, mm-hmm. you're giving people a glimpse as to what's happening in your life. And they're laughing about it because people buy off their emotions. So you make them feel good. And then they start realizing they walk a lot of dogs. What's up with that? So they get curious. You want to create curiosity with the content that you're putting out there because it gets people to look further. What is it that you do? How do I engage with that? And that's a key thing that you want to have there. Another thing that you want people to do is make it easy for people to say yes. Mm -hmm. That a lot of times we want to have people go to our website, do all this other stuff. No. Think mm-hmm. about it. We live in this day and age that if you can be able to say yes right away, it makes it easy. Think of like when you order something off of Amazon, they have a button, buy it now. You're not adding to the card, doing all this stuff. It's like, click, done. It's scary how easy that is. Oh, yeah. Somebody's <laughs> like, wait, I bought that? Just <laughs> Um, absolutely so you want to make sure that people can be able to get information for you easy and one of the best ways to do that is set up something in messenger so someone can click this they fill out a couple little things boom and you start a conversation with them they're not having to go Mm -hmm. off and do these other things because at this point they know what you're doing they like you they just want to know how to buy they don't need to like i need to see your resume and then 
50 different testimonials. No, just make it easy for them to see us. Absolutely. That's big. A lot of pet sitters actually stop the sales process. It's something that I squawk a lot about. They have a form they fill out and then they have to wait 24 hours to be contacted. And then they have to talk to them on the phone and then they have to fill something out. And then they have to have a consult. Like there is seven different ways to stop the sale. And it's such a good point. Byron, as we kind of conclude our time together here, I want to get your thoughts on using those curiosity videos that you were just kind of saying Mm -hmm. and using those in terms of like a Facebook ad and how can we leverage that? What are your thoughts on that? You can be able to leverage them very heavily as an ad, but you want to do multiple layers of video. So that first type of video you want to put out there, let's say it's more entertaining, more educating, that you're out there and you're just talking about, hey, I'm out here walking one of my client's dogs. I want to share with you blank that why you do it and those types of things because it's what people want they're going oh this is great so it's not like a hard sale but it's just making people aware that you walk dogs yeah and the people that engage with that this is where you will do things like let's say since we're doing all the social distancing and things let's say clients of yours sending in testimonials like oh my gosh Bella she does an amazing job taking care of my dog when I'm on my zoom calls things like that I call her she takes care of it and then I can be able to do business without having to worry or like the kids like they have to take this test and took the dog away and they're to concentrate instead of you think, I need to figure this formula out, but there's a ball in my lap. <laughs> so yeah. You're using that to your advantage because these are the things that sell because people need to see that emotion, that passion is the way that you want to get it out there. I love it so much. The vision and the passion. One video I, I made like probably five years ago, you guys can feel free to steal, is you take a picture of a dog jumping all over you when you first arrive and maybe even looking through the window or jumping up and down through the window, whatever it might be to show that excitement. And then you do the clip, just a three second clip of you walking the dog. But then you get down in front of their face with them on the tile, their legs spread out, panting like, <laughs> And you're like before and after. And like, I rest my case. Like you want to tie your dog for your next meeting, for your next kid thing, just to know that your dog is happy and exercise because you're just too tired, depressed, or full of anxiety to go do it yourself. Call us. So guys, remember, you got to figure out what problem you're solving. You got to listen to what problems people need you to solve. And you got to think about ways that you can pivot. Now, Byron is amazing at brainstorming. And I highly recommend you check him out. In fact, he's offering you guys 15-minute strategy session. So if you just go to byroningram.com forward slash strat, and I'll have that in the show notes as well, you can sign up for one of those and get on his calendar and just talk to him personally. Sometimes it is hard to listen to a podcast and have these grandiose ideas and then you can actually break them down with him. Byron, any final thoughts or how else can people, what I lovingly call cyber stalk you online? <laughs> well, you can only cyber stalk me if you're an awesome person. Otherwise, no, <laughs> mean people are not allowed. <laughs> but I would say if you want to really follow me, just look me up on Facebook. I'm there every day posting interesting things, funny stuff, business mm-hmm. stuff, you name it. Things you that are- get you to think. You have super interesting questions. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on here today. You guys, if you've loved this episode, which I hope you have, you're still listening, go ahead and like and subscribe to it and leave us a review too. And remember when life gets you down, always keep jumping. 
So what did you think? Did you love this episode? I sure hope you did because I put a lot of love into this for you. Uh, The best way you can show me that is by going to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcast and go ahead and leave a review. I just might read it on the next episode. I also want to remind you that when life gets you down, remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for listening.